Welcome back to Administrative Static, and Mark and I are happy to be joined by our colleague Greg Dolan to talk about, uh, I'll say, the Judge Newman cases. And uh, we had some bad news um, in the administrative uh, case that uh, we had appealed. Um, the that action had an affirmance, but we had some semi-good news in the in the DC district court where uh, certain of our claims were dismissed, but the facial challenges to the law under which Judge Newman has been um, suspended were allowed to go forward. So Greg, why don't we, why don't we um, like the old joke, the bad news and the good news, why don't we go to the bad news first? What, right. what happened on the appeal to the- So well, let me just start by saying that even the bad news are perhaps not as bad as it seemed on a surface. So uh, they're not great, but they're not perhaps uh, devastating either. Can you um, see what it is first so, for yeah, our so, listeners who yes. haven't been following? So um, Judge Newman's case is proceeding on two tracks. <clears throat> One is... Well, can, can you just quickly say what the case is? Oh, what the case I'm not is. Sure oh, okay. everyone so, knows. Judge Newman is the oldest serving federal active judge. She's a circuit judge in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit. And her colleagues suggested at one point about a year ago that she may be not all mentally there. Uh, she was seen by two doctors. Both doctors, entirely independent of each other, concluded that she is totally fine. She can continue with her service. Uh, yet her colleagues insisted that she takes additional tests from different doctors, and Judge Newman said, you know, enough is enough. And as, as a result of this noncompliance, she's been suspended from all duties as a federal judge, despite having a lifetime commission, and is threatened with being essentially indefinitely suspended because they said they'll renew the suspension unless she complies. Mm -hmm. So we have challenged all of this, and there's two tracks. One is this administrative track where we appealed within the judiciary administrative mechanism itself, the suspension order. And that's kind of, that's the bad news. So uh, there's only one level of review to this national committee. It's called Committee on Judicial Conduct and Disability. Um, and they affirmed. And the reason I said it's not devastating news, bad but not devastating, because there are some germs of good news there as well. Um, one of them is that the committee explicitly said on more than one occasion that this process is indeed administrative. When we challenged it, and I'll talk about that shortly, in the district court, uh, the defense was district court has no jurisdiction because the, the entire process, that first process, suspension process, is itself judicial because it's administered by judges, and therefore the only review place, even if that's available, is in the Supreme Court. And the committee- And therefore the district court, district court has jurisdiction, no jurisdiction correct. over something that the Court of Appeals had done. Correct, that was the, and that was, that was both in the briefs and the government attorneys spent, you know, 10, 15 minutes on it arguing in oral argument. And that position was squarely rejected by essential defendants themselves, saying we are an administrative body, wouldn't do judicial thing, which allows us to seek further review in Article Three court. Um, the other thing that's kind of, that's bad, but it's kind of so bad that may be ultimately good, is that uh, this review committee, essentially, they didn't conduct any sort of de novo review, they didn't really do, um, any sort of due diligence. They said everything- and no, and no constitutional. No constitutional review. They kind of said that everything the Judicial Council did, so Judge Newman's own colleagues did- um, Including was, failing to transfer it Including to, failing to transfer is, essentially their view is like, well, not totally crazy and therefore okay. Not an abuse of discretion, which is, almost nothing is an abuse of discretion uh, in federal courts review. So I think those, that kind of perfunctory review 
will ultimately help us press our case in the district court and eventually in the, in the circuit court. Now, on to the slightly better news. Uh, in a district court, so in parallel with appealing this through the administrative process, we also challenge the kind of the entire setup, the idea that colleagues can suspend other colleagues um, without any standards, actually. For example, the statute says if there's suspicion of disability, um, you can investigate and suspend. But as we've seen historically, not just with Judge Newman, and as we pointed out in an oral argument um, in a district court, there's a judge, still sitting judge in, a, I think, Northern District of Ohio, Judge John Adams, who got kind of crosswise with his colleagues. He issued orders that didn't like. He demanded that some case be decided earlier than others. It just didn't, and, and maybe he's a difficult guy. I've never met him. I don't know. But the point is his colleagues didn't like him. And they said that his orders exhibit the fact that he is, you know, approve the fact that he's not mentally stable. The manner that he go through the, or through the, the you know, uh, also mental testing, et cetera. But it just shows that there's no definition of what disability is. If just being kind of crosswise with your colleagues, just being kind of a pain in the neck, being um, maybe even unpleasant individual to deal with, and again, I'm not saying that he is, I'm just, if that's the allegation. If that's what it means to be disabled, then the word has no meaning. Um, and so we're challenging this whole process well, well, it's in the also, district court. It, it's also so vague that it can be applied differentially. So I would say Chief Judge Moore, I'm just speaking for myself here, has been extraordinarily difficult to deal with throughout this entire process, but no one's filing charges against her. Uh, and so there's this opportunity to to use this vague standard to say, well, this person's difficult to deal with, this person is also difficult to deal with, but we're only going to go after the person who we like for some other unarticulated reason or false reason in the case right. of uh, of Judge Newman where they've said she had right. a heart attack and that's not true and so forth. Exactly. And so, for example, with Judge Newman, some of the allegations is that she's extraordinarily slow in writing opinions. And there's at least some factual dispute as to whether or not she is or isn't the slowest person on the court. And, um, you know, if, if it's, and Mark is absolutely right that the standard is that's being applied is not at all equal as compared to Judge Newman with other judges on the court. But back to district court issues. So we filed, a, I believe it was 13-count complaint, um, and the district court a couple days ago, issued, I think on Monday it was, issued an opinion dismissing some claims, uh, but letting some claims stand and proceed. Uh, now, the district court said the government is still entitled to file an additional motion to dismiss those remaining claims, and we'll, of course, litigate that. Um, but uh, I think the key there is it recognized that there are, number one, that it has jurisdiction. Uh, it rejected government's claim that it should defer to the findings of judicial counsel in this review committee. And I think that to the extent that it dismissed our claims, uh, we will eventually, I think, seek review in the D.C. Circuit and, if necessary, further. But um, I kind of understand the district court. It is, as the court pointed out itself, these cases are very unusual, and thankfully so. The federal judiciary is generally composed of well-meaning people who generally try to do a good job in both their judicial and administrative functions. But um, this, that, that also creates a problem for a district court. This is so unique, there's not much law that for him to write on. And this case is both unusual and very unique. It never has before has a federal judge been suspended indefinitely, circuit or district court. Never before... Um, has a case against a circuit judge not be transferred to another circuit. Never before has, um, you know, not, there's not been a hearing on the, kind of, on the merits as to whether or not Judge Newman is or is not disabled. There's obviously a dispute. 
so um, I think to the extent that there's unfavorable precedent against us, and there's some that we had to get over in district court, I think we will have a good opportunity to present to the, to the D.C. Circuit why that precedent doesn't speak directly to Judge Newman's case, because it is just so far, if you kind of think of a bell curve, it is so far in that tail end right. that it's not and, what's expected. And it may be for some of this. I mean, the, the, the fact that she's suspended for this amount of time when the, the amount of time if she'd been, you know, uh, really sanctioned would be the same. I mean, there, there are things here that it's still before Judge Cooper, and, and it may be them doing the appeals right. <laughs> because this is, really is uh, an outrageous it's, – it's a full impeachment. And we haven't even talked about the things that, the, that uh, uh, Judge Moore has done in the interim uh, just to add insult to injury. Correct. I mean, so Judge Newman is currently being denied an extension of time for one of her law clerks. Uh, usually judges get, federal circuit judges get, I think, five staff members. They can allocate however they want. Usually it's four law clerks and secretary, but they can do two secretaries, three law clerks. Um, Judge Newman right now has two law clerks, one of whose terms is up in about about a month or so, maybe three weeks, maybe five weeks, something like that. Uh, but Judge Newman sought an extension through end of June. That was denied. Uh, Judge Newman has not been able to have a secretary. So as of late March, sometimes she'll only have one staff person. Well, and she's and she had this reduced staff during much of the time that Chief Judge Moore was complaining about her speed at writing these opinions. She did. Uh, she did. And so, but those are ultimately kind of they rise and fall with the uh, with the suspension because one of the reasons she's being denied opportunity to extend the time for law clerk is a judicial counsel said like, well, you're not doing any work. Part of the reason she's not doing because she's been denied opportunity to do that, but also that's actually not true as other federal judges do, and they utilize their law clerks to help write um, law review articles to help prepare speeches, which Judge Newman is doing and doing to great acclaim. That's so, true. <laughs> so, um, but so I think that's kind of um, what where the case stands. I think eventually will from either from us or from the other side will end up in a D.C. circuit. And um, I think we will have to show how unusual this, not just unusual, unprecedented uh, this, situ this situation is. And I think, John, you hit on something earlier. You said it's a very weird situation where her, even as, let's call it, let's play kind of on their terms, say it is a refusal to cooperate. But the thing of it is, if she did cooperate, and let's imagine that she went to a doctor and the doctor said, you're completely insane. You have no business being on the bench. The remedy then is actually the, her colleagues can't remove her. The remedy is still to refer to the House for impeachment. So even if she were just completely bonkers, she still could not be removed. So it's a very weird situation where by not going to the doctors, she's subject to a higher sanction than if she went and was declared to be completely you know, out of it. Right. And, and, and she's not out of it. I think anybody who's interacted with her knows it. Yeah. Look. Or who's listened to David Latt's interview with her or, or other places where she's made Correct. public appearances. Right. And uh, you can just you, – you can go on David Latt's site and there was a – there was a – it's just it's, – it's absolutely incredible. You know, you, you have a, a case where, um, you know, there's these standards of review and the rest of it that um, – so they've gotten some wins now. But we will be back in the arena shortly. Correct. All right. So um, in any event, uh, we'll have you back when those come on as well, Greg. So thank you for being with us. Thank you.